We're here. Um, we're beer. We're beer. We as a people are. Beer. We, we are. <laughs> are we doing Monster Hunter World next week? Now? Whoa! Of course we Got are. It. Sorry. Excuse me. Jeez. This is oral hell. Close, close your close your gap, boy. Close your gap, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you need to take a second pass because I wasn't ignoring the edge. I'm so mad that that wasn't that we can't keep that one because we're right. I'm sorry. Oh, we're keeping it. Yeah, we're here. (laughs) This is a podcast where normally your three best friends are all here to talk to you about Overwatch, but Joe's not feeling too good this week, so I'm here, Pastor Greg. Hello, Pastor Greg. (laughs) Hello, child. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna talk about this this wonderful Vigi game and all the pretty colors in it. You have to introduce yourself, Pastor Greg. That's I'm Pastor Greg. I, I, I did. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not too good at this. <laughs> oh, it's fine. You're doing a great job. I'm Terrence. I'm I'm broken. <laughs> I can't. Okay. I'm 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 Ray, and this has been over, which and I can't do this episode this week. Rats. Oh, uh, I'm Who's sorry. Go. I I really don't think I can do Pastor Greg right now. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I can handle Pastor I, Greg. I really like Pastor Greg a lot more. Than Chad cool. Chad I like cool him a lot more than go. Chad Cool. <laughs> But he has a deep, dark secret, for sure. I mean, everyone does, right? Yeah, but, like, this is, like, prison-level dark. Yes, but not so actually his sins evil. are greater than yours, right? Not, it's, it, it's not a sin. It's illegal. It's yeah. terribly, terribly illegal. But it was as a good thing. As long as you don't sin, it's okay. Oh. Okay, so, we got Pastor Greg, we got Terrence, and we got Ray. Psst. And I have a question for everybody. Ooh, started with a question. This is why do we keep introducing ourselves as we're their best friends? Like, shouldn't they know that? I mean, well, they do, but I introduce to you guys myself as your best friends every time I see you. Personally, I like little reminders in my life, and you know, I'm if if they okay. already knew it, then great, like they then awesome. But if they didn't, you no, know, no. I'm not hurting you make a anybody. Good point. You're, you make a good point. Let's let's continue the podcast. What? Yes, Ray, let us continue the podcast. What's the next thing that you want to say? Uh, what have we been up to in Overwatch, There guys? we go. There we go. Um, I want to start with World. Terrence. Fine. Oh. Terrence. <laughs> Bow. You want to know why, Joe? Because I'm Terrence. Yes. Um, Blizzard World 
came out. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking what you were about to say. It's amazing. Uh, we've been playing that, which is amazing. And we've, um, you know, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch this week. Uh, not as much as I've had the week prior to this, but that's just because pesky work keeps getting in the way. Ugh. But uh, in Overwatch, I've been doing, you know, pretty much um, just trying to clean up my game with some of my favorite characters. Uh, I remember I've been doing some pretty good work with the DPS that I that I know and love so much. While at the same time trying to branch out and try different things, I I haven't been doing as good as I want to with Lucio. So I think this week I might try to focus on using Lucio a bit more because I got a new skin by him. And let me tell you, oh my gosh, a new skin for Lucio. <laughs> yeah, <alert. laughs> Ray, I got some news for you because uh, oh, obviously no. you're unaware. There are, what, almost or just over a hundred new aesthetic items um, released in Overwatch, and then they're all just what? in normal loot boxes. But most of them, almost all of them are really cool. Um, there's a new player icon for every hero that's out so far, so that's 26. There are five new emotes, there's a spray for everybody, and they're all very cute, um, as well as the player icons. And there's five new epic skins, twelve new legendary skins, and four twelve new... new legendary skins. Yes, sorry. Uh, and four new highlight that's intros, well, and all of the highlight intros are very cool. Are I amazing. really want the bash. Wait, wait, wait. oh, I haven't seen these highlight intros. Yeah, they're no, they're all great. very good. Oh my goodness, these are amazing. <sighs> cool. Yeah. Well, I didn't know this happened, but I've been keeping up with the game, obviously. I want that Winston dodge roll, please. Yeah. yeah. And out of the new epic skins, um, like, the McCree one, they're all really cool. The McCree one's a little lame. It's got, like, the dead eye symbol on it, which is cool. And the Reaper one is cool, but it's got horns, which I don't like. But the Junkrat, Symmetra, and Zenyatta ones are all very good. What do you guys think? Gosh. Epic skins are pretty freaking amazing. I'll say that. I I disagree with you completely, Joe. I like the McCree one because it's blue, and blue is my thing. Yeah, it's blue and silver, and that's that's very much you. I, I, I do... don't like how dark it is, though. I the, like the, the I like the belt. I just noticed that it's got the dead eye symbol instead of the bamp. It's very World of Warcraft cartoony Blizzard world. It is definitely. Yeah, but is... I think out of all the epic skins, Zenyatta's really takes the cake for sure. I like how different. Oh it yeah. Is. His uh, weird eyes. The green it looks and black like his pants are a little guy. dusty, which is co- really cool. And it also does not compromise. Like, he doesn't look evil. He looks alien-ish, yeah. but he, I don't think he looks yeah. evil. Yeah, definitely. Um, but none of them hold a candle to any of the legendary skins, which are all really cool. I guess, yes. first off, I want to talk about the Doomfist one, because I, I kind of dunked on it a little while ago, um, about how it's, like, at least borderline racist. But it is really cool looking. Like it is just looking at it. Yeah. It is is like he's got the lava eyes and that that like mm-hmm. lava glow on the gauntlet looks really cool. I also feel like they this is the first evil skin they've ever given him. Like none of his skins looked evil, and he's a huge bad guy in this right. story, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. he needs something that looks like this. Everyone else has something that looks like they could be the begin the the pro 
the antagonist of like a crazy anime and he finally got his protagonist anime skin right i'm a big fan of the may and reinhardt skins because they came from the shorts Mm -hmm. and young reinhardt is such a pretty skin yes i really like i really i'm i'm pulling for the may snowsuit one yeah like, I've been waiting for that one ever since we saw the short. I, I gotta say I'm a little let down by the Immortals, or the, I'm sorry, the, is that what they're called? The, the, um, the Arisa one. Yeah, I think it, it is. Um, Are you? I actually really, really love it. It I looks it cool, but then in-game it looks, like, really blocky and, like... It just looks like Arisa lost all her personality. Yeah. Still that I'm looking at. Hmm. Which, you know, there's a lot of personality to Orisa. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so Zarya is the barbarian from Diablo, and it's incredible. Um, Widowmaker mm-hmm. as Nova, which is obvious, but it's still good. Um, it is really good. Ooh, the Torbjorn, Magni, Bronzebeard uh, skin. Yes. Very, very yes. good. Yes. Roadhog Butcher is very, very good. And then I like the, the top row. Um, because it all, all of them seem like they're like getting more in touch with their respective cultures. Yeah. Yes. So what, what are the top rows? The top row is Farah, um, with this like really cool golden, even more Egyptian iconography. Like there's an on, Love it. on her Love it. thing. Um, Cause she only had a native American one. She didn't really have, you know, I mean, she had the Anubis looking one, but it's whatever. Then there's Lucio. Um, oh my gosh, with, Lucio. It's so good. He's got, like, arm wraps, and he looks like he's ready to play some football. Um, and he's got and like, his, a different he, His gun has a tambourine at the end of it. Oh, very if good. You notice. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Um, Hanzo, very traditional. Well, honestly, I don't know. That's That's outside of my, my realm of knowledge, but it looks really cool. He looks like Aku. From, uh, he has the Japanese samurai style, yeah. and uh, yeah. <clears throat> the 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 paint yeah. the the face paint is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this is I love it. I love that everything really about good. this skin. And then the final one that has had mixed results uh, is uh-huh. the diva as a cat girl. Um, like there's cat ears it's on her neck and a girl. tail on her neck, and she's got like this puffy dress on and these stockings, and I like it. Um, because I don't remember where I heard this, but uh, Diva's original character design was based on a cat, and they they switched it to a rabbit because they thought that the the mech and how it like hopped around was more like a rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Was that was yeah, that part of your over characterization bit, Ray, or did I hear that somewhere? No, else? but that they've definitely addressed that before. Yeah. So I think it's cool that they're showing a little love to that that original character design. What do you think about the Diva, Ray? I don't like it, and I can't tell you why I don't like it for some reason. Me neither. I have to agree with you on that. I think it's the Lolita goth thing they're going for, but her hair is Mm. blonde, and I don't like it. So do you think if it was more like a white bunny, it would would hit better, perhaps? I mean, a white cat, not white Maybe. I do like the mech. I like the mech. I don't like Diva's design in this. I like it, but I can... I, it's not it's not my style generally speaking yeah i'm not hating it's just not for me i i wish i, w- I wish that i could love it just because i recently have a love for cats like 
I remember growing up with you guys, uh, it was very uh, obvious and apparent that I absolutely despised cats. And it has to do something with my allergy, which is still very, uh, very much a thing. But now I love them, and I, I don't agree with this skin. I don't like it too much. <laughs> and I don't really know why. I, I feel I know, like it's just, just... It, I just feel like it's... It just doesn't feel like diva to me. It yeah, feel that's like fair. Diva. I think that's why I'm. That's fair. It's like a different. It's it. like a Splinter Universe diva, which makes sense yeah. because it's a different character design. Um, I I just want to make a make a quick quip on uh, Hanzo's, uh, legendary. It it's paying homage to the Kabuki, uh, tradition, in Japan. Right. And it's great. I love it. Right. That that tracks. Um. Okay, well, that's pretty much all of them. I, I gotta say I'm a little bit bummed about the new player icons because I was hoping there would be more skins. Um, they are all really cute, and I want them all, but that's my problem with player icons in the first place is you can't buy them with credits, so you just have mm-hmm. to hope that they'll come out in the loot boxes, which which sucks. Um, I've gotten, like, half of them <laughs> since they came out. I've gotten Lucio. Which is I think that's ridiculous. I have gotten I have gotten quite a few of them out of the loot boxes. So I mean it it seems like they're at a higher draw rate maybe, but mm-hmm. it's still it's still kind of a bummer. <laughs> I do think it's weird though, if you look at all the cute icons, the only one that is frowning is McCree, and that doesn't really make sense to me at all. Hmm. I mean I guess Reaper's kinda always frowning, but he has a mask on so you don't know that. Yeah. But in the, if you look at the icons, McCree is the only one that's not happy. And I don't know why. It's because Blizzard hates McCree. I mean, obviously <laughs> it's not that deep, but no, they don't. Come on. No, they He's don't. He's MVP for uh, You're Super right. He, he is the only one frowning. I, that's so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a random thing, and I know it means nothing, but it is. Like, and he's weird. always so, like, not happy, but, like, kind of positive just in chill, a lot of yeah. his yeah. interactions, so I don't know. The fact that Moira's smiling and he's not. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> Even Hanzo's smiling. Uh-huh. Like, come on. Hanzo right. has, like, a little smirk. I love See, Hanzo. That is so adorable. <laughs> secretly, Bastion, Reaper, Reinhardt, Roadhog, and Soldier are all frowning. I feel like Genji, they could have they gotten away by giving Genji a little smile on it. I would have liked it. You mean Genji a what? I got away with it. A little smile? Yeah, I, I was like, looking at I the Genji like one. I'm like, I wish he looked a little cuter. Yeah. But that's fine. I Like, I, I do really like these overall, these these play icons. I think the Winston one is dopey and cute. It's um, so adorable. But I I wish that I could buy them with credits, is, is all uh-huh. I have to say about it. Okay. Um, A couple more things. Diva's doing her winky face, and I love it. And I keep looking at Arisa's, and I keep thinking she's like a beetle like an overhead of a beetle (laughs) i and i can't unsee an overhead beetle shot with the little her horns as the wings yeah i i anyway oh okay i'm getting off track here well but uh, the last thing i want to i want to bring highlight to is uh the emotes um which you know first off i just want to there's five emotes that got released it's moira uh, tracer sombra mercy and genji and uh you know a lot of them are pretty pretty generic or kind of expected mm-hmm. except for the somber one mm-hmm. the somber yeah. one is interesting and i i would like to know what that has to do within the story because i don't think it's a coincidence that she is controlling 
Reaper. Right. Unless it is. So she has like a little. Kind of a fun one. A little Reaper marionette, and she like makes him go, and then tosses him away. Um. Um, I mean, I think it ties to the fact that she thinks she's controlling at least the Reaper faction of Talon right now. Like, she's in control right, of the situation. because she went to help Talon do a mission and then kind of betrayed them by not killing um, the Mother Russia. I forget what her name is. Uh, Lady Volskaya? Yeah, Volskaya. <laughs> Um, I kept the thinking of Zarya's name, and I couldn't uh, get it out of my yeah. head. <laughs> Fair. But, um, uh, you know, I think I, I do think it's really good, uh, regardless. There's a lot of things going on in there, which I always like them doing that with uh, emotes. Just yeah. adding more than what they're capable Like, right. more than you expect. It means they put a little time into it. Like, uh, for, I mean, as opposed to, like, Mercy's, don't get me wrong, Mercy's the perfect character. But uh, her new email, the parasol thing, like, not only is that kind of just like, uh, okay, you know, I, I would, like, it, it's, it looks like something that should have already been a thing. Right. You know, like, kind of just yeah. a thing. And the whole, like, when she has a pistol out, they don't have an alternate way of her dealing with that right. kind of bothers me a lot. That, like, yeah, so yeah. The, her, her new emote, if you haven't seen it, is she, like, takes her caduceus staff. Uh, puts it over her shoulder and twirls it a little bit and um, apparently as of right now if she has her pistol equipped when she does that she does the animation but there's just nothing in her hands so it looks really awkward um, yeah I, I I I don't really like the new emotes very much overall I think that one's very good for mercy but I I like emotes that are persistent like the dancing uh-huh. one and the sitting one and uh-huh. i like uh-huh. i like being able to just like let him go and there are very few of those available and i was hoping that some of these new ones would do that but they're not they're all just like little short animations i just um, feel like genji has more cooler tricks that he does in other emotes yeah so i feel like this is kind of just like yeah i mean it's cool don't get me wrong but genji genji is that cool guy so seeing that they didn't like go above and beyond like i you know usually expect from overwatch was a little, you know, downing. But overall, I mean, I like I like the emotes. Yeah. I feel like Moira's was definitely necessary. She needs that emote. Yeah. She, like, yeah. holds her face and, like, shakes She's it like, in such disappointment. On. Yeah. yeah. That's how I, I need a Princess a Peach Moira. skin for Mercy now. What? Ever since I saw her parasol. A Princess so. Peach skin for Mercy? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so ever it, since I saw it, I just felt like she was embodying. If they had Nintendo skins... Who would have what? Ooh. Everybody would have a Samus. Would Aaron's McCree game. have Mario? <laughs> I mean, he's got fireballs, all right. What about Torbjorn? Hot, no hot bullets. Yeah. What about Reinhardt? Oh my gosh, Torbjorn Reinhardt. with a skin would be great. I think Genji would be Luigi. Let's be yeah, real. You, you think so? You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't know. Because he's a little diminutive sparrow. Yeah, the, the diminutive younger brother. <laughs> They'd have to give Roadhog the Wario skin, but at the yes. compromise of possibly not allowing him to have a mask, which that just scares me. Widowmaker is Waluigi. Okay, what, they I'm sorry I opened this. Oh my gosh, you know what? I, I, could, I could deal with that. I, I love it. Oh my this gosh. I can of worms and That'd everything's cool. lining up. That'd be cool. Who's Toad? Cool, like, to- Junkrat? No, because yeah. Junkrat's like seven feet tall. Uh, well, I said that, wait, is it Mario skins or Nintendo skins? Like Nintendo. just Mario. Nintendo's fine. Okay, okay. But Winston uh, is obviously a Pikmin. 
Actually, no, Roadhog would be Bowser. That'd be such yeah, a good skin. That's what I was thinking. Oh, God. That would be cool. And his, uh, anyway, I was going to say his, <laughs> his, his ultimate with his gun would be fire breath. Torbjorn could be Mario, so. and his turns could be chain chomps. Or piranha plants that just spit like bullets out of okay. people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I need. I'm I'm taking us out of the Nintendo the Nintendo fan fiction land here. Yeah. Um, is there anything else going on? Oh, the owl. We're still we're still watching that pretty strong. Um, one of the games that I was most excited for happened last night, and I passed out and I missed it. <laughs> but it was the it was gladiators versus the. The lava, as I'm calling them, the LA Valiant, um, and I, I was so. It was bummed. the best. It was my favorite game of the season so far. Oh my god! I tried to watch it's, the VOD this morning and it wasn't available. It's very good. I'm not gonna just just watch it. I'll watch it again with you. It was that good. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That that's all the new stuff. Big big content dump for Overwatch. This week, yeah, big dump, dumped all over everybody. Got Thank a you. Big old Thank dump, you. and we're still waiting on the Mercy and Junkrat changes. I'm sure they're coming soon. We'll probably, probably end up talking about them next week. Would be my guess. Yep. Um, yep. Thank you, Papa Jeff, for taking a big dump. Um, um, yep. <laughs> Thanks for the big dump, big man. Big cosmetic dump. It's a very yep. <laughs> Can we stop with that? <laughs> now it's time for the next section. <laughs> yeah, let's move on to the review. game have we reviewed let's let's booty pause boys? booty boys i don't like that it's Boy us booties. what game have we have we been reviewing lately to the last week last week we played and looked at the witness uh which came out er oh man <laughs> i looked it up last we week always i think it was january this. of 2016 um so two years ago <laughs> Almost relevant. Um, it's a puzzle game. It's available on oh! Steam's. Sorry. I just... January 26, 2016. That's tomorrow for us. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. And it's when this episode's wow. gonna drop. So, it, it was awesome. a two-year anniversary of The Witness. It was when you're listening to this. If you're listening to it, with this when it comes out. There's a lot of variables oh, yeah. I play here. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, honey. Don't worry, sweetie. Um, but it is a puzzle game in every sense of the word. <laughs> it is <laughs> it is a game where you solve puzzles. That is, And that is all you do. Um, but I, I've played it for almost 12 hours. Um, Ray, did you get a chance to, to play it at all? I did. I played for about an hour. Okay, cool. And uh, to, to be clear, I was quite puzzled. Um it was a puzzling that's, experience. That's it's amazing. a puzzle game. So that's, um, hey, Ray, that's amazing. Amazing. Maze. I enjoyed amaze, it. Amaze, I enjoyed my puzzling experience. You are amazing. Amazing! It's because the whole thing is a maze. Zing! Uh, Sarah, what did you think of it? <laughs> I played it for a whole 30-some minutes. And it was a lot more fun than I expected it to be. There's a lot of puzzles, and that's all you do. You just puzzle around. But w- despite of that, like, the world is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, they, gorgeous. They, I, I mentioned right out the gate that it had a type of uh, Team Fortress 2 type of 
feel to it. Basically, the rocks in the cave that you uh, leave out of kind of looked like it. But there's so much detail. There's so much work they put into the world. And, you know, I was talking to Joe about how I think that's really interesting. When they make games that are pretty much just puzzle games instead of uh, just leaving them as puzzle games. Which, I mean, they could. Obviously, it wouldn't sell as much. But... Uh, they they put so much work into every every little thing like the areas that you go uh and i i kind of like if i played it more i would be wanting to see what uh, what else the world had to offer right they had a lot of uh flavor things just laying around that you can like look into and i and i wish uh, i knew more about it to be honest yeah i mean i started it and i immediately got sidetracked from like the main like puzzle I was supposed to do and then I realized I had to do that to do the thing I was looking at mm-hmm. and it was just really interesting to see all the little bits and pieces it's not it's a puzzle game in the sense that you're solving puzzles but I feel like the story is also a puzzle you're trying to solve I guess yeah. I, I I I had a lot of questions with the things I was too. seeing sure enough um Maybe it's a product of like playing the game for longer, but I really don't feel. I feel like there's a message, but I don't really feel like there's much of a story. Okay. Um, I think at at the point I'm at, I was like, "What what's going on here, at, yeah. on this at this place?" So, I I played the game the most, and and I think it's 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 really really cool how how they mess with what you're doing. There's really, there's two really cool things that they do. Um, the first is perspective. And mm. so like one of the puzzles that Terrence had gotten to, he got through like the first area and then there's these two little, I remember these, I remember having this antagonist, antagonistic relationship with these um, two sets of puzzles right outside the first like area that, you complete all of them and then nothing happens. Like normally like a door will open or something like that. Mm. But you complete all of these puzzles in this row and then nothing happens. And, I remember and that. you're like, what the hell? <laughs> and watching him play it again, I'm like, no, something very important happened. He mastered that rule. He Yes, so th- this is something I want to talk about. The, um, the puzzle. That, well, that's the second thing. <laughs> and yeah. I'm, I'm getting away from perspective. Sorry. Um, Sorry. But... This the, after that there was another set of puzzles where you are looking at like a branching path. There's one start point and there's many endpoints, and you one of them is the right one. He happened to guess the right one on the first try and didn't understand how the puzzle was solved. But the way they have it set up is if you're looking at the screen that you're solving the puzzle on in the background, there's a tree, um, and on one of the branches there's an apple, and mm-hmm. you you you're like looking at the puzzle and then you kind of like glance up and you see the tree and you're like oh okay i have to i have to go to where the apple is like if this maze was this tree and then the next puzzle opens up and it kind of twists it a little bit like it might literally twist the tree around and that's how the whole game is set up it teaches you how to solve a puzzle um it doesn't really teach you how to solve a puzzle it just gives you a, the most simple form of it um and it lets you you know, it gives you very, very few possible routes, for instance. And once you get the right one, it gives you something a little bit more complicated. And if you get that one wrong, it makes you go back until you understand the rule. Um, 
damn it, I'm getting away from perspective again. <laughs> um, I want to talk about the puzzle. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm really excited about this. The game, the puzzle in the game can be broken down to one simple thing. Take, start at one point and get it to the end point. Yes. That is it. But there's so many variables that they, that the developers add in to the puzzle. Like, okay, now we're adding a second point that mirrors this, this first point and you can't have them touch, but you still have to get them to the end. And you have to touch certain things before you get to the end to make the thing activate. But at the end of the day, it's still just get this to the end point. And I just, the simplicity of it is amazing to me. Yeah, I remember mentioning it. I was talking about how are they, like, there's only one right way to do this. How am I not, like, <laughs> getting it right out the gate? Um, I did not expect to have that much fun with the puzzle game with no <laughs> real motive. <laughs> so I kind of I... like that. It's very inviting. It's very um, low stress. You don't like. There's no penalty. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think that was really kind of them, especially mm-hmm. since you know, it. I mean, it kept me playing because I, I felt like. I mean, I noticed there were like small little penalties, like the apple tree where you go back, and there'll probably be more penalties in the future. But where I was starting at, they were definitely letting me walk into the game. That's that's a that's the, all it ever enjoyment is. of the game. If you don't know how to do the puzzle, you don't know how to do the puzzle, and you have to go elsewhere right. and figure it out. And so now I'll finally talk about perspective because this connects to this not no penalty thing. Um, beyond the the basic puzzles that are on the screens, um, sorry, I'm going to step into light spoilers for you guys. But there, you you once you get to certain areas, you'll go through a gauntlet of puzzles that they'll all lead one to the next to the next to the next and get more and more complicated until you mm-hmm. master that area and a giant cube will open up and shoot a laser beam at a mountain and mm-hmm. once you do that once you're like oh i gotta find all the giant cubes and shoot all the laser beams at the mountain and there's probably like seven or something like that i haven't gotten them all yet but okay there's another goal which is to find hidden puzzles which are super duper cool um they're basically like you'll be walking around in the environment and you'll be like Hey, that looks kind of like a maze. That looks like you'll see a ball and like a, a line a, attached to it with an endpoint. And you're like, that looks exactly like what I've been seeing on all these screens. And if you find the right perspective, like you go up into a cliff in a certain area, or mm-hmm. you make the sun reflect onto, the, onto metal in a certain way, or um, like maybe you just have to get far enough back so that the textures fade so that it's just one solid line. And then you can go into maze vision and select the start point and solve a maze. And then it, it, it like, um, unlocks a bonus, a little bonus puzzle thing. It's like some kind of secret unlockable thing. You'll see sparks fly up in the sky. If you follow them, it goes to this black pillar. And the black pillar shows all of the bonus mazes that you're supposed to do. It just shows the shape of them, not where they are or anything like that. You just know they're oh, in the okay. area on that island. Mm-hmm. And um, and I see that, and I'm like, I want to find all these bonus puzzles. I, I feel like it might be impossible, because some of them are really stupid. But every time you find one, it makes you feel really smart. It's really cool, yeah. and it always relies on your perspective, which I think is sure. incredible. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Because they're all in the world. And the difference, so the reason that I think this is cool and why 
it makes me want to find all these bonus puzzles is because this world is beautiful, it's inviting, it doesn't punish you. Um, you're just there, and you are spending your time there because it's it's an enjoyable place to be. Um, it's a little creepy. It's empty. Yeah. But I was freaking out the whole time. It's yeah. gorgeous. Unlike my complaints about Limbo, where there's all of this hidden shit in this dark, awful world that just wants to kill you constantly, and when you do get killed, you have to you know waste a bunch of your time to go back and try to find these things again. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the polar opposite of that in my eyes. I really like the bonus puzzles. I I know I'm only like an hour in, but I I've gotten to the point Joe's describing with the cubes and everything like that, and the I I saw the these black pillars and they were like making a weird sound I'm like what are these these are weird and later on I encountered you know a screen with the puzzle and I did it nothing happened but then I look down and I see a river that looks just like it and I just have this big aha moment and that's how the game shows you there's more than just the screens that have puzzles. That, but that yeah. isn't how the game shows you. Because the first one well, that exactly, I found... That's how I figured it yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. They're all over the place. And, and there's no... It doesn't... There's no critical path. I mean, after the first, like, the first little area. What happens mm-hmm. is that you get up to a screen that has a bunch of symbols on it that you've never seen before. And you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? And you have to just go elsewhere. Um, you just have to go somewhere else yeah. and and find where the game teaches you how to do that rule. So you're going around okay. the world and you're correcting, you're collecting rules instead of power ups. Okay, because I I was running into that issue where I saw you know a puzzle and like I don't know how to do this and I leave and I'm like I don't know if I'll figure this out right now and I haven't run into. Obviously, I'm very early on. I haven't run into those rules yet. Yeah, it, but it, I really like how the game, like that's how the game goes. It is simultaneously a an, a an exercise in determination, like being like, okay, I know I can figure this out right now. I just have to, I just have to work at it, and humility, where it's like. I don't have the tools that I need to do this right now. I need to go somewhere else, and that also leads me to one of my problems with the game. But I want I want to hear more from Terrence. Do you do you have any other? I mean, uh, I you know the game does what uh, what I like in a, some games. I I haven't really played a lot of games that does the whole amnesia aspect where you just wake up, you don't really know what's going on, and you are yes my uh. I I like the game. I like the ability to to think of I don't know. I I very very I I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I like I really like games where I can handle it my own way. And I know games this game only has one right way to handle the situation or the problem my own way. Yeah. <laughs> and I know this game doesn't necessarily do that just because there's only one way to do it, but it also encourages me to think how I normally think about video games, which is like not not necessarily they are trying to trick me, but to uh, keep in mind what I would normally do, and note that they are probably that's that probably not the answer. Like right. the you're gathering information, solving it. Yeah, I really enjoy that aspect. Uh, with the with the um, puzzle like and the amnesia aspect of the game where you really don't know what's going on, I think that 
it's fun not only to see how the creators of the game engage with their uh, players because it's like no because obviously they have to know something about people and and how will they come across things you know because you know I, I know if I introduce this game to my um, my kids that that I work with some are gonna figure it out some are gonna get really frustrated and want to break the controller like it didn't feel like that but you know that's just like the spectrum of type of mentality people can have and when you give a game to people where they pretty much have to trial and error like to figure out what they're even doing in the game mm-hmm. i feel like it, it, it's a sort of freedom that i don't often find in a lot of video games right. and it's very mm-hmm. refreshing yeah so. for sure yeah it reminds I, me of the of the freedom the free the feeling of freedom that came from the breath of the wild honestly oh yeah mm-hmm. for sure um, it's not nearly Definitely. as free as you can't jump you can't take fall damage because you can't fall um, you can walk around the island, you can run around the island, and you can go into maze vision, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> but there's no, there are no rules. There's no, I mean, th- there are rules, but you have to find them. You don't, you're not explicitly told anything pretty much ever. Right. Um, I, um, my, something I ran into when I was going through the puzzles was when I figured something out, it was great. When I couldn't, it was frustrating. And I don't really know what I'm trying to say anymore. I really don't. I didn't get a sense of frustration when I couldn't figure it out. I got a sense of, like, I don't know. Because I knew for a fact that there had to be only one right way, it just it just made me want to try it even more. It didn't feel like uh, oh. Other types of puzzles that might lead me to believe that, like, wow, okay, I'm not going to figure it out right now. Like, each puzzle that I did, uh, every mistake made me feel considerably closer to figuring mm-hmm. out the answer. So, mm-hmm. like, that that was, uh, you know, how I felt about it. But you said you figured out what you were trying to say? Mm-hmm. Um, this might just be me and not playing a lot of puzzle games, but when... It was frustrating at times when I couldn't figure stuff out, but when I did... It, it felt like I reached a new level of an enlightenment every time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, like, I legit said, aha, at one point, out loud to myself, yeah. when I figured out a puzzle, and also when I figured out, this is how the game is teaching me how to figure out puzzles. Yeah, because yeah, you're simultaneously learning what the game is teaching you, and also, like, meta-thinking, like, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but I'm always thinking about, the like, the design of it, like... Like, one of those early tutorial puzzles that Terrence did, it, it teaches you that um, black and white squares have to be separated. If there, or if there mm-hmm. are black and white squares inside of the grids, they have to be separated by your, your line as you're solving. So there might be a, a grid. Um, well, the first one that it shows you is that there's there are three possible routes to the end point. And you can go all the way up and leave the black and white squares touching each other, or you can go all the way down and leave them touching each other. And both of the, if you do either of those, both of them flash red to let you know that something is wrong. Yeah. Um, and Terrence did both of those things, and then he's like, how do I solve this puzzle? And then he went up and through the middle to separate them and and solve the puzzle. And he still didn't quite understand it, but like that that is... I'm thinking like that's how the game teaches you like that, and as it gets later yeah. and more complicated they they won't flash red. If they assume you already know the rule, they won't flash red to let you know. I um, ran into that early mm-hmm. on and I'm like I don't know what I'm doing. I have to go somewhere else. And then I ran into the tutorial puzzle yeah. and I legit went, 
aha. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that puzzle you were talking about, I, I solved the first one as a fluke. And I'm like, okay. And then the second one, I was like, okay, what's going on here? Yep. And that's where I had my aha moment. Just because the first time I just happened to separate. Yeah. Them. So it's really cool because it's like, it's, it's, to me, it's structured a lot like a Metroidvania. Um, whereas if you've, you might, you're playing a Metroid game and you get to a high cliff and if you've played the game before or games like it before, you might say, oh, I need the high jump boots to get up there. Or if you have no experience, you might say, oh, this is a dead end. And then you go back, you know, you go further into the dungeon a different way and then you get this upgrade, you get the high jump boots, and then you're like, oh, and it re- recontextualizes a whole, you know, a whole section of the dungeon. Oh, now I yeah. can get up there. Or you're going back through to places you've seen before, and you're like, oh, I can use these here now, and that's cool. This game does it kind of the opposite way, or or it always it always assures that you, you never, like, think it's a dead end. You see the maze, and you're like, I have no idea how the fuck to do that right now. So I have to go gather more information. And the upgrades that you're gathering are rules. They're, they're rules about how to solve the mazes. They're, they're not, there's never physical items. So you're like, well, I see that little shape in there and I have no idea what it means. So I have to go learn what it means somewhere else. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I just think that that's incredible. Um, um, do you guys have any uh, issues with the game? I know Terrence and I haven't played a lot, but Joe, you've played a lot yeah. of this game. Yeah. Do you have any problems with it? I I do. Um, it, it comes from that freedom and that that mixture between determination and because um, you're not being sure um, mm. if something is solvable. I remember there was one specific region that had puzzles, and they were the tutorial puzzles, but I couldn't figure them out. And I went back there at least three times. I'm like, this really seems like this is teaching me how to do these puzzles, but I I can't seem to make sense of them. So maybe maybe there's more information on this elsewhere in the game. And I would go off and do something else, and then I would come back to it. And then I finally got back, and I finally figured it out. But it wasn't because of something I had learned elsewhere. It was just it was almost dumb luck. Um, and that that can be frustrating because because I don't have there aren't high jump boots I can't know for sure like okay now I have the the skills okay. needed to get through this dead end um, right. the fact that you're saying this is making me realize I need to go somewhere else where I'm in the game right yeah, now yeah if you're stuck I can't you should go elsewhere right mostly <laughs> most yeah. most of the time um, and it's it's I might just be dumb. <laughs> Exactly, and that it like not knowing is is frustrating, or it can be. But that was you know not even ten percent of my experience with the game. Um, overall, it's just a gorgeous world, and it's addicting um, to to try to find out all these rules and figure out how to solve these different types of puzzles. And that complaint that you guys have about it, I don't know. I like it. I like how it how it comes out in other video games, where like. It kind of like in Breath of the Wild how you know if you go to, if you go straight to Ganon and you're not prepared, you, I mean, you can do it. I mean, it's possible, right? Mm-hmm. You can go to Ganon right out the gate. Um, but you could also go around and prepare yourself. Like, it's possible to do those puzzles, but you could go around and figure out or gather the pieces that you need to figure out those puzzles. And um, 
like I don't know uh, I guess in, in a game that is just like okay there are puzzles and you don't get physical equipment um, I, I think that I, I, I like video games like that like yeah. I, I would prefer video games mm-hmm. to be more like a, uh, not only challenging in the aspect where you have to play the game better but you also have to know things kind of like De- Dark Souls yeah. that type of thing mm-hmm. where uh, trial and error is the key right. <laughs> essentially for that right. game and uh, you know how the quicker you are at uh, you know fixing your errors and coming in uh, and finding patterns that are sh- that are better than the tactic you tried at the beginning, govern how fast you move through the game. That that's right up my alley. Like I really agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's just a little different with the puzzle games versus games where you get equipment. Yeah. Because at that in the puzzle games you, you sometimes you don't know you're just kind of floating around trying to figure out if you're prepared or not. Uh-huh. In in other games it's a, a little more clear I think if you're prepared for something or not. But not not in Dark Souls but like you know yeah. uh, I have this equipment so I should be okay to go tackle this yeah. area next. That that kind of thing. So yeah. I'm not saying that's good. In fact, I prefer the freedom. The freedom and the vagueness. Out on and your like, own. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if I like that as much in the puzzle. In the puzzle games, exactly. Um, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. It, yeah. Specifically, I think it's specifically due to the fact that, like, if you, if you go somewhere that you're underprepared for, in an adventure game you'll get killed and then you'll be like oh i know what i need to do um and it's not because it doesn't have to be because you don't have the like the high jump boots like a a gear a gear gating thing it might just be that you're not prepared yet Um, you're not you might be under leveled or something yeah and it's it's hard to know well sometimes it's hard to know whether or not you're prepared for a certain area in the witness most of the time it's not and i i mean i can't deny like the area that I got stuck on, it did feel like a tutorial area. It did, it did like it had the it had the same structure of all the other things where like all of these puzzles are the same with slight variations on them. I can see how it's building up, and I can see that this is the first one, and I have to figure it out. But I couldn't do it. Um, and I like I guess in some ways the skills the skills that I learned as exploring more of the world helped, but it wasn't. It wasn't anything specific. It was just more getting used to, like, using perspective. And that, like, that feeling of knowing how to use perspective and how that that constantly grows as you're playing the game is as you're solving these bonus puzzles and, like, you'll see stuff that you never would have seen before. Um, that's a really cool feeling. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, like, that... If... if it, it, that almost feels like... In video games, you level up your stats as you're playing or whatever, and like, okay, your your strength score is getting higher and higher, and now you can do bigger and bigger tasks. Whereas this game makes you feel like my pers- my personal as the player, my perspective score is constantly increasing, and now I'm able to do more and more challenges, and that's, that's a really, really cool. cool feeling. It feels like you are leveling up. Yes, I feel like yeah. I'm leveling up while I'm playing this game. <laughs> exactly. And I feel, and and that's a huge thing for me. That's why I find like. The, uh, I don't know. I really like games where I feel like if you're like if you're putting time in it, you're getting better mm-hmm. at something. Yeah. And um, it, it's the whole like like personal level ups. Uh, it, that that's so valuable to me. Like you have no idea 
uh, I bring up Super Smash Bros. a lot just because I feel like the more you play and the more scenarios you're put in, the more the more capable you feel. Like when uh, tiers kind of bother me a little bit, like tiered characters, because I feel like every character has the toolkit to do what you need to do. But using the toolkit in more creative ways and better scenarios is how you beat those uh, those higher tier characters. And I feel like that aspect. Uh, reflects in a lot of video games. I uh, know a lot of people won't agree with me because, you know, this is what the pros use and it works, and yeah, I mean, it's proven, it's right here, it's in my face. But, I mean, I, I you know, that's just the mindset that I have. And, and yeah, that's how the pros do it. Yeah, that is how the pros do it. But that doesn't mean that every time I that's go how... into a May, I'm not terrified because yeah, I don't know how to exactly. go into a May because no one uses May. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, uh, Even and, the pros that, don't know how to deal huge. with May <laughs> because no one <laughs> yeah. uses her. Weird. But yeah, uh, anyway. no, that's, that's how I feel about it. So that's The Witness. That's The Witness. Um, is it worth your Overwatch I, time? My biggest question, though, is why is it called The Witness? But I guess I'll figure that out just like the rest Ooh. of the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> I really uh, love the theme. Limbo. I don't I don't know why it's called The Witness yet, necessarily. You, know, you can make it up a reason. But I really adore the theme of perspective. I think that... I really the like way it. that it comes through and the way that it grows and builds is mm-hmm. is incredible. Um, um but yeah, uh, Terrence, is, is it, it worth, worth your Overwatch time? Overwatch time? I I think it is worth your Overwatch time. I know this is kind of weird, but uh, I think that you can. It, I think it can help in so many more ways than I can imagine. That type of game. Is I brought it up in uh in another game that we've overcooked where I don't think it's worth your Overwatch time, but I feel like playing a game like that can make you get better at pretty much any video game. For, like I'm not even joking. For the listener, when Terrence said that, um, I I clutched my heart <laughs> and smiled real big because I was I was genuinely I was excited at how much he enjoyed playing the game and. I I, did, I hate puzzle. I did well. I didn't think I hated puzzle games. I just don't play them, mm-hmm. so I don't know. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's not Tetris. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole other... It's, it's different. It's just... It, I feel like you aren't wasting time by playing The Witness. Yeah. Joe, what do you think? Oh, I, want, I wanted to hear from you first, but I, I'll go. Um, when we started recording today, I, I was planning on saying no, but through the conversation and talking about how... Uh, yeah, how it increases like your perspective and and your ability to to see how important perspective is at least um i really do and also the fact that i've only spent not even 12 hours on it um which is the kind of like what i said about xenoblade last week but (laughs) that was because i had spent 12 hours on xenoblade and felt like i hadn't gotten anything out of it yet whereas i I feel like I've spent way more than twelve hours on the witness out of out of for how much I've gotten out of it. Um, so I think it absolutely is worth your Overwatch time. Ray, what do you think? I I I Ray, I think that it's worth your Overwatch time, and I think it's worth your lifetime. This is a very good game that teaches you very good life things. I really yeah. do think that a lot of people can get a lot. From this game, yeah, and Joe keep, and like Joe keeps saying perspective. Drink every time Joe says perspective. Yeah, seriously. And I'm sorry, like, guys. But but he no, said it so no, many no. times that I realized it. It doesn't just have to be the physical perspective. It can be mindset. 
do yes, yeah. for anything. Oh, definitely. And I like, think that game teaches that very subtly, but very well. Definitely. And, uh, just uh, and, I, and that's why I'm saying yes. What's up, Terrence? A little information for the for the listeners about me. Here's a little flavor for you for your boy T. Um, I'm a hundred percent like I, you didn't even kind of bother me with how much you said perspective mm-hmm. because, in my opinion, perspective is probably the most important thing in anything life any any situation like i truly believe perspective can change everything and it and it has for me so you know witness that's why it's called the witness maybe it should be called perspective (laughs) (laughs) Uh, how you're witnessing the world obviously (laughs) there you go there you go or i but honestly i kind of think like maybe there's somebody watching you solve those puzzles which is kind of creepy it's very creepy. And then maybe you meet the witness at the end. And he's like, I was watching Terrence over his shoulder, and it was so cool because, like, I was worried. I want to say this really quick before we move on, but I was worried about replayability because because what you're collecting isn't high jump boots, it's rules. So once you know those rules, you know, you don't have to go and collect them again. But I was watching Terrence, you know, solve some of the puzzles, some of the early puzzles that I had solved, and I was like, how do you do this one? Like, there were a few that, like, he finished before i had solved them in my mind and um i i was like okay so like you know i could definitely put this away for a year or two and and come back to it um not probably not even that much time and i yeah um i think that that's that that it is replayable (laughs) (laughs) um i forgot i wrote down a stat but here's a sticky note here um in the one hour that I played The Witness, I said, ah, or aha, nine times. Wow. Out loud. <laughs> I was like, this is probably going to be a theme, and I, I started ticking it up. <laughs> That's well, The Witness. Go it. play it. Play Change it. your life. Play it. Now. Play it. Didn't expect this episode to go this way. Guys, I, uh, I thought we were forgetting something when we were talking about overwatch and now i remember that we did forget about talking about something which was our challenge from last week um uh, we yes. were supposed to go deathless, oh yeah and i, I did, did do that wow i did go deathless once as diva i know i went deathless but i don't remember trying to go deathless. yeah exactly yeah it was kind of a, it was kind of a bad challenge because yeah. i always try to go deathless and yeah. um I know that it happens sometimes, and on the ones that I went deathless, we won. I don't, yeah, I don't know yeah. if that was a coincidence, um, but I have a couple that I remember distinctly. Um, distinctly, you... distinctly, distinctly. Um, there. <laughs> he dabbed. Most of the times that I went deathless is we rolled them pretty hardcore. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the times was Zarya. I was being supported, I'm pretty sure, by Joe, and I didn't die at all. No, Joe was Reinhardt, and I was Zarya, and we just kind of steamrolled them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't die at all, and my ults were kind of juicy. It was a tackle sky, I think, or Hanamura. One of those capture points. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I played some Mystery, and I went Deathless as Soldier a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> and I carried Impressive. the team a little bit. Very it was good. fun. It was a good time. Ray, that reminds and, me, you have to equip the wrestle spray uh, on both characters, and so I you did. Parents. There's, there's three characters. Oh, with wrestle. Who's spray? the third What's wrestler? The wrestle is it Doomfist? Yeah, wrestler. Doomfist can wrestle. Oh, okay. Which side Doomfist is he on? Doomfist has an arm wrestle. I think he's left side. So he, or, he would right arm. Right. Well, they're both right arm. 
Reinhardt's on the Zarya. left, and Zarya's on the right. Doomfist is on the left. So he replaces Reinhardt to wrestle yeah. Zarya. That's interesting. Well, oh, know. that's awesome. Okay, for sure. Um, but yeah, and then I went through a game as Mercy and didn't die. I don't really know how it happened. It was a miracle. I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> You're so good at staying alive. <laughs> I do, but some days I just die constantly yeah. as Mercy. But if I'm on a really good day... Okay, not even a really good day. If I'm just on a good day, I can... I'll get out of that sticky, <laughs> sticky situation somehow. What's our challenge Screaming for next week? bloody murder. What's our challenge for next week? Our challenge is to get... To use Roadhog and do the hook ten times with an accuracy of above 70%. Right. Correct. Doomfist. Thank you, Doomfist. Thanks, Doomfist. We have to get at least 70% accuracy with at least 10 hooks as Roadhog. Um, so that's that's a so tall I, order, I think, but I, I, yeah. I want to I wanna I go think for I can it. Do it. If I'm do I it do 10 hooks only and get 70 hook accuracy, are we cool? That's what at least means, right? But, like, I'd never do stop, hooks again. Stop using hooks yeah. just to get yourself... I feel I like mean, that would be lame, breaking but it. But you're, you're welcome to do that. Okay. I I won't be doing that, but I just wanted to throw it out. That How about that let's make happen. a competition amongst us? Whoever gets the most hooks. The most hooks. Okay. Yeah. The most accuracy. A sub-challenge. Yeah. So I'm going to win with 21 hooks and 92% accuracy. Who's the big yeah. hookers? Joe. <laughs> Something the Joe analyst is... said about the Overwatch League. Yep. Joe is definitely gonna get this. Gonna win. This I don't project. know. I'm, I'm placing my chips on Joe. I'm placing I'm... my chips in my mouth. I'm placing my oh. chips on I'm my tongue. Hungry. This has been Overwatch. I'm hungry. Um. I'm hungry too. So yeah, that's how we end the episode, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Please tweet at us. Um, we haven't gotten a tweet in over two months, so <laughs> it's kind of a dry be... shower right now. <laughs> it's kind of a dry shower right now. Um... I love. <laughs> yeah, send a tweet to Overwatchcast or send an email to Overwatchpodcast at gmail dot com, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, let us know what kind of challenges you'd like to hear or what kind of video games you'd like to hear about. Um, until then, this has been over. Uh, t- next week's game is Monster Hunter Worlds. Yes, so, let's reiterate that again. So, I don't think we ever so reiterate yeah. it, but yeah. yeah next week's game it. is Monster Hunter Worlds. Yeah. Uh, this has been Overwitch. I'm Joe. <laughs> I'm Terrence. I'm Ray. And remember, you're better than us. that this is going to be a bad episode. I think it's going to... Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's scary. Because every week we're like, we hate it. Yeah.